Welcome to Leaving the Yard, May 1st. We've made it to May. If I was a Russian, I'd get all my armaments oh. out and have a parade. Are you kidding me? Let's get with what I feel about. Let's have a parade. Have Let's some just... borscht. Oh, I don't have think some I want to go that far, but... Uh, get all made up. Get your armaments out and just let, every... let the world see what you're packing. Really? <laughs> I don't know about it's that. Okay. I don't say you want to go. You don't want to go borscht, but you want to go that. You want to go blue. I want the world to see what kind of uh, uh, armaments I've got really? that I'm ready to use on the world. Really? Yeah. Not what I've heard. Just going to be honest <laughs> with you. Heard a whole different version of this story. I may got issued the Will Smith model. <laughs> <laughs> you did, did you? <laughs> Oh, man. Anyway, welcome to the big show as we roll on big through shows appropriate, but year 20. <laughs> <laughs> it's this little thing we do. It is what we do. <laughs> Texarkana. Yeah, whatever. Well, unfortunately, today we, we come to you with, uh, gosh darn it, just it's it, we can't ignore, obviously, this weekend's activities. We and talked about it this morning. It's, it's, it should be talked about. It, it's sitting on the, uh, the the cover page for ESPN this afternoon. Yeah, guys, high as number two on the ESPN page yeah. today. It was front page of the paper the last two days. And uh, I hate it. I uh, I don't know. We don't make light of it because no, it's, it's it's not it's a serious deal. It's there's no, we're ta- obviously we're talking about Saturday nights. Uh, ESPN's got it wrong. They got Sunday, but it's Saturday night's uh, episode over at uh, Dobson where. <sighs> Couple of guys in cars driving through the adjoining neighborhood. Yeah, Want to make sure we yeah. get it correct. They were not actually in the park. Thank goodness. They were driving through an adjoining neighborhood when they exchanged gunfire. And apparently, well, not apparently, and and a A uh, and M Texarkana baseball player unfortunately got hit. Yeah. And hospitalized uh, in stable condition today. So it's it's a good news story there, but in. Just a little bit of uh, back and forth with uh, Michael Galvan yesterday. There's he said, nothing good news about it. It's horrible. No, no, no. The, the fact that the, I know, the fact that, he's the stable fact that is having a, to go through this. eighteen-year-old yes, could have been worse. Yeah. I mean, that's the that's the well. It could have been worse. Conversation about she had a park full news. of scouts. Well, it it could have been exponentially yes. worse. No question about it. Um, it's a. Uh, I don't even know. I mean, what, what do you do? How, how do you? Where do you go anywhere with this other than it's a story that stinks? It's a story that makes us have to again take an eyeball at ourselves and and what we accept and tolerate. It's going to be a conversation for the college about location for them. Do they want to well, stay at the park? I mean, you're you're having to now deal with parents and prospective parents. Well, you're going to have to deal with recruiters. That's what I mean. against you. Well, that's what I'm talking about. They're going to say, really, you want to go there? Do you know where they play their games? That's that's what I'm talking about. They're, they're going to have to make some some faster decisions about their future at Spring Lake Park, probably faster than they want to. Well, I'm mixed on this, Chuck. I have very mixed feelings because 
I treasure Spring Lake Park. I walk over there quite often in the spring and summer. I disc golf over there. I think it's a fabulous facility. Our city does a great job of maintaining it. All of the above. Um, I took the kids there when they were little, never thought twice about it. We went out and, you know, the ducks and fished. All and that. Did it all. All that. Yep. I've, I've taken kids out there for multiple events, Dottorama yep. being one of them. Yep. Um, I, it's such a great facility that is truly in the center of our city. It's, it's, it's a centerpiece. But at the same time, as a former Spring Lake Park resident back in the early 90s, when I moved back here years later, I didn't look very long in the park. I knew that the area had had some decay, and it wasn't the same Spring Lake Park that I lived in in the early 90s. At least the neighborhood wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I, I have very mixed feelings because the park is still a wonderful facility. Oh, it is. I'll go walking over there some probably this week. But at the same time, I also know that, as Kevin and I said this morning, building a baseball field on campus is a drop in the bucket for the A&M system. It's, as we said, it's pocket change for the A&M system. There's no reason they haven't other than they hoard all the money down in College Station. But but we're we're talking like, and I don't know the structure of how the finance works out of the system to the satellite schools that aren't in College Station. I don't know what they're allotted. I know what. I don't, it, I don't know what they're allotted. Here's how it I works. don't know how that system. They have works. a constitutional amendment that says they don't have to share. They and UT don't have to share. Well, there it is. And so they not to share. Well, then there it but is. But it's got their name on it. Yeah, I get that. But they're a governing body over it. But then it falls back on the local folks to try yeah. to figure out how they're going to make this work. Well, in 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 the combination of as you said, I'm I'm having to go into the homes of prospective players and their parents and i know the guy coming in the door after me that's a competing school if if this is where we still are this is going to be a thing they're going to be able to bring up ad nauseum until something changes or until you can somehow get it out of people's memory that this had happened there i you know the college has talked about wanting to move on campus they've talked about trying to figure out space for it and financing there's for land it around and, there yeah, it's available not, for yeah, purchase it, yeah, i get it but it's not as easy as just saying we got land and we're going to move they don't have it all yet and they don't have plans yet and they don't have finance when, when yet you have the a&m systems money it is simple but you're, you're saying that when we're talking about does A&M have to let go of any of their money? They don't have to, but you know what? Every time somebody around the country, around the world, they clicked on that story, they saw the A&M model. Yeah, I know they did. And and that's on A&M, down in College Station. No, I get it. But it's a t- it puts the folks up here in a very tough spot. Yes. And with a new administration, I mean, new college president, yeah. you're going to have to make some decisions about where things are going to go. This is a It's a horrible story. And it's got lots of tentacles. The first one, obviously, is we worry about the, the safety of the players who are out there, the fans who are out there, and certainly the young man who, who was in a hospital today. But 
bigger picture is going to be some decision making down the road for the folks out at Bringle Lake who are going to have to make a decision about where do they do they continue to feel comfortable having facilities off campus or does this push them to say <clears throat> we want to make sure all of our things are on our campus with our security under control and that doesn't mean to say you can't move on campus and the same thing happens. yeah i'm not it, saying it's, it's not saying somebody drives through bringle yeah. and we got some idiots doing the same thing as yeah. these two you Carlos park did. Right across the road that's exactly right and that somebody doesn't still get, zip codes don't change stupid it does not it does not but but the university's at some point in time going to have to make the determination about what's the long-term future and i think it got fast forwarded well, this weekend it should be I'm the A&M system. Just loosen up the pocketbook. You've got more money. You know what to do with. And the unfortunate part, more on not not more. You know, you and I were talking beforehand. We've taught at Texas High, and no majority of these kids. Yeah. We taught them. I had two of them. Yeah, I had one. You of had one of them. I mean, it's just it makes you just crazy. It's it. We're close to the folks at the A and M system. We've been friends with Michael Galvan and Steve Jones since they arrived here. I don't know the ball player Delaney that got hit, but we know the admin folk, part of that, and, and we said, know the kids that were involved in the cars. Yeah, the young people, we knew three of them. So it's just we've been in our classroom. Uh, it's just it, last year. Yeah. Last year. Uh, it's just it's horrific. It's a horrific story. It's not the first time that we've had kids that we taught that were involved in this kind of thing, but it keeps bringing home over and over again. It's disappearing every time. Oh, every time. It's, not just, it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. I mean, some of these kids are going to be in the system now and probably yeah. will be in the system for a, quite a long time. Hopefully Delaney recovers and this doesn't become a more serious charge than it already is, oh, yeah. but – it's just horrific yeah. and heartbreaking. Yeah. Heartbreaking is a word. I don't have another one than that. Well, until young people begin to... There's a 49-year-old guy in one yeah, of the cars. One of them is. You're right. But until they begin to take human life more seriously. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the deal. No I one takes human that. life seriously no, I don't anymore. see that being a thing. I don't. Anyway. Why isn't it a thing? Why don't we take human life more serious? That... The little bit of thrill you get from doing a drive-by to show your manhood. Is I, that, I can't explain it. I've never been motivated. But you and by I are that. social scientists. I know, but I can't explain that. Yeah. Other than you know, the, my only explanation for that kind—my of, wife and I were talking about yesterday. My only explanation for that kind of thing is I don't value anybody else's life. I value my own. Guy shot at me. I'm shooting back. I, but collateral damage, which is a horrible way to put that, I don't, I'm not thinking about that. If I'm these guys, I'm not thinking about that. I'm, I, we, we live in a world dealing with a lot of kids who have very short vision. That's all it is. They have very short vision. They don't understand or don't care about the repercussions for actions. You know, we were talking off the the air about a I'm not going to name name, but a, a kid here who left and played football at the next level, and don't understand. Here are the things you're you have to do to be able to. Who was not part of this? No, no, no. It has nothing to do with it. But it's still the conversation yeah. of can't understand or can't see the vision past today. Like I don't want to do this today, so I'm not going to do it today. 
not seeing that, well, six months from now, you're continuing to ignore today means you can't stay here. I, I, that's Therein lies our, 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 I think, one of our biggest issues we're trying to figure out how to overcome in education, yet as a parent, of how you get young people to see past today. Ask freshmen what they want to do at the end of high school. They don't know. That's understandable. It's four years away. Ask seniors in April, what are you going to do when you graduate? I don't know. Try to shoot up neighborhoods? Well, they're not saying that, but they don't know still. That's what they're doing. Yeah, But therein lies our thing. We, we, we can accept it for ninth graders, but when they get to 12th grade and you expect them to have some kind of an answer about right. what's the next That's, thing, every time and they I don't see have a, it. Every time I see a senior that I taught before their senior year, when I see them this time of year, I say, what, what's your plans for next year? I don't think these were good plans. I don't think they had plans. That's just it. I don't think they have plans. And, 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 and the struggle is seeing past today. I don't have a plan because I only worry about today. I'm getting up today. I'm eating today. I'm going out today. What are you doing next Monday? I don't know. What are you doing the Monday after graduation? I don't know. That's the problem. Unfortunately for some of these guys, they're going to be doing time. This is true. Yeah. It's a tragic story. Anyway. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. It's about uh, 14 after 5 o'clock. Leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor on the fan, 1079. Thursday is the National Day of Prayer. You're invited to join fellow Americans as we pray for our community, our nation, and the world from 12 to 1 at the downtown post office. Since George Washington, presidents have asked Americans to pray to God for the nation. If there ever was a time we needed to humble ourselves, thank God and ask for His help, it's now. I hope to see you this Thursday, 12 to 1 at the downtown post office, rain or shine. It's football season, and that means getting together to catch the game. But you know, when the game gets going, the drinks start flowing. And that's okay, because I always make a plan to get home safe before the action and the drinking begin. Don't wait until the game is over. Plan a sober ride before you drink, because a DWI could cost you thousands of dollars in fines and fees, jail time, and you could lose your license. Make your game plan so you don't drink, drive, go to jail. Sponsored by the Arkansas Highway Safety Office, the Arkansas Broadcasters Association, and this station. Cancer can feel like something we can't do anything about, but you can. There are screening tests that can catch cancer early when it may be easier to treat. Begin cervical screening at age 25. At 45, start colorectal and breast screening. At 50, discuss lung screening with the doctor. Find resources for free and low-cost screening at cancer.org slash get screened. This is a public service message from the American Cancer Society. Day one. This is a type of blood cancer. But day one is just one day. At the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, we are here to help you move past day one. On day 45, I discovered an online community who shared great tips for in-treatment care. I missed a lot of school during treatment, and LLS helped me keep up. To learn more and get help on day two, day 28, or any day, please visit LLS.org or call 1-800-955-4572. Prepare for the future and reach your full potential at Liberty ILO ISD. 
At Liberty ILO, our educators will assist your child to become a college graduate and or career ready. We believe a safe and secure environment provides the peace of mind necessary for the pursuit of excellence. Our school environment gives our students and staff the freedom to pursue and achieve the highest levels of performance. As we say at Liberty ILO, leopard pride never dies. To feel the calming effects of nature, take a deep breath in and out. Every breath makes you feel closer to nature. Every sip makes nature feel closer to you. Michelob Ultra Pure Gold. Beer in its organic form. I know you want lots of jewels and stuff. Backyards with swimming pools, bars with stools and stuff. Fancy foods, lobster, sushi, yeah. Versace, Gucci, crazy luchi. I know you ever you do never want a paycheck. You get a hurt from the bourbon show and no respect. Middle name, price tag, first name. 17 after 5, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor on the fan 107.9. We have a short week this week. Since it's a baseball playoff week coming up, uh, a Texas High will be right here on the fan Thursday night, Friday night, and uh, I think if possible a Saturday ball game, all in Hallsville. So it's not a long drive if you're a Tiger fan. It's not a bad drive at all. Hour and fifteen minutes. You're, you'll you're be playing Lufkin in Hallsville. Lufkin in Hallsville. So you got that one. Liberty Ilo has a home and home and neutral Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Thursday, 6 o'clock in Van. Friday, 6 o'clock back at Liberty Ilo. Saturday, 1 o'clock at Winsboro. If. If they need if game needed. three. Which, uh, That's over a 107-1. Yeah. And they could be sharing the facility on Saturday with PG, since PG's playing all three of their games against uh, Chapel Hill in Winsboro, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. So you may be stacking, if the Hawks and Leopards, either one or both, need three games, they may be back-to-back on Saturday in Winsboro. Now, Lady Hawks are down in Marshall, I think, think for all three games. Yes. Is there... Now, by district champions going into the area round. So, they're going to make a bunch of noise. Who's that? PG girls. I mean, a bunch of noise. They're, they're, going, they're going to go several go rounds. Maybe all the way to state, but several rounds. They're going to make some noise. Really? Yeah, yeah. Well, where, where are you getting that from? I'm just telling you. What? I think I'm going to go with the PG boys making a lot of noise. Well, the PG boys are going to make a ton of noise, but the girls, I think, will make some noise, too. Uh, Arkansas High, I believe, uh, Tuesday, tomorrow night. I think they're on the field tomorrow night, if I remember right. I hadn't talked to Riddle this weekend, but I believe they are back in action, and that's on uh, Real Country. i got to look at my times on that one, but I think they're tomorrow night. Yeah. So. You got you pretty well covered on your baseball. There's baseball everywhere you won't be able to swing a dead cat and not hit a baseball game on the radio well you shouldn't be swinging dead cats there's not much else to do with them rest in peace yeah whatever how do you know when a cat's dead they have like nine lives when you get get to number 10 when you get to number 10 you know they're done they can just be laying there faking it congratulations to valence hunt gets a chance to that's a good deal for him could be a really good deal. Kansas City as a free agent. We were in here with Quan a week ago, Quan Hampton, who unfortunately did not get yeah. signed. 
But uh, we were talking with him about the uh, possibilities of being able to choose your teams as a free agent. You certainly aren't getting big signing money like the first couple rounds would. But- no, but when you get signed, it it gives you a little more cachet going into a camp. Oh, yeah. When you get signed right after the draft, that tells you they they think there's a possibility you might make their ball club. And so they're putting some money into you. And you get a little bonus or a little signing to put your name up. When you get an invite, that's a different thing. You're fighting for money now. Well, when you get you're, an invite, because you're, you're not getting any money, you're fighting for to get, you're yeah. fighting to get a check. Yeah. And we hope Quan gets that chance. But to Valence, a little bigger body, obviously. If you're looking at physical tools, he's got them. And Kansas City has has had a shortage of receivers the last year. Once they lost the kid to Miami, they they've struggled. Hunt. Yeah. To find enough bodies, and you know, Kevin and I were talking this morning. If I'm the hunt kid, I I find where Mahomes lives, and uh, I set me up a pop up camper. And anytime Patrick wants to throw, I tell him knock on the door. That's right. I'm right out here. <laughs> I'm out here. You need you need to throw some today. I'm right here. I'm your guy. Knock on the. You don't have to knock. Just yeah. yell. Yeah. Come on out. Get out of here. I'll be out there running routes. Yeah. You know, they've got – and they signed Marcus uh, Valdez-Scanling to a contract. I think it was a three-year deal, if yeah. I remember right. So he's on year two of that. I don't expect Tavellans to make the roster this year, but if you could get him on the practice squad yeah, for a year idea. and you come back rolling around the next year, in my mind, he may be a guy that replaces the guy that's getting – I think he's got a three-year, $30 million contract or whatever. I don't know what the money looks like for the third year, but that may be a spot. He's kind of a similar no, body this type. this is a kid that went to TCU, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Arkansas State. We're not State. talking that, that he wasn't a big-time talent. No. He's this a guy's big t- a big-time talent. He's a big body and a big talent. And, boy, yeah. I, saw him, I saw him last week. He's cut and solid and – I'm just saying, I think this is a good opportunity for is it, him. Well, you, you got an opportunity, and yeah. you got a quarterback. Yeah. You got a chance to maybe do something. But I, I, again, I don't. I'm not going to sit here in May first and say he's going to make the roster. I'd say if he could get a, a chance to stick on the on the I squad, think he's a chance to make the roster. Well, that would be great. I don't know what all they have. They've got a couple of young guys, yeah. and they've been a team that other than Valdez Scaling tends to like smaller receivers, yeah. which is a little bit surprising. Yeah. That they went with this bigger bodied guy, but like I said, Valdez Scanling may not be long term. This guy may be a guy who potentially can replace him. So, congratulations to Valence Hunt. Chance to keep the dream alive. I agree. Which I, is a nice I think thing. it's great for him. As you said, unfortunately, you know, TJ Cole also fell in the yep. category. He's been invited to a couple of camps but didn't get signed right. It's a big difference. When you get signed right after the draft, people forget, years ago, there were a bunch of rounds. Yeah. There's not many rounds now. No. And so Seven. I mean, Bart Starr was a 16th round pick. Yes. And like I say, today, when you go, you're basically, in the old days, an 8th or ninth round draft choice, which those guys, some of them used to make the roster. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And remember, this is a league... That GMs 
would rather pay a young guy to do the same thing an older guy can do and might even do it a little better, but you'd rather pay a young guy. And that's why when you're one of these guys that gets signed right away, there's interest in you. They think you might be able to make the ball club. To me, it's a huge difference between that and get invited to a camp. Well, I'm just I'm I'm crazy excited they get to keep trying. Yeah. You like that? You just now you hope you stay healthy, and you go into camp, and you stay healthy through camp, and you get a chance to get on the field for some preseason games. That I mean that those are the those are the evolution steps now. When you're a, a, a free agent that's gotten signed, those are your things. Can I come out of camp and impress some folks? Can I come out of preseason games, getting a chance to play, showing them a little bit on live action, stay healthy, then you got a chance to figure out what's the next step. And we remind people, a big key to making a roster, can you play on special teams? See, and I don't know that he's got the body yeah, for that. That's, that's going to be a that's thing. That's the thing, but these guys, uh, you know – we had Rick Minter talk to us about when he was coaching the NFL. Yep. And Rick said, you know, the starters, if you're the linebacker coach, you get to choose the starters. You're you're in the room. That's right. But he said after that, that special teams coordinator gets to start picking. That's right. Because he's got to have guys that can play special teams. And so some of these guys you look at who are very athletic, but will they – you know, go down and cover a kick. Will they block, you know, to protect the punter and then get downfield? Will those are ways to make an NFL roster. Yeah, and I struggle to see Tavalens. I don't know. I, I didn't I, see him play the last I, couple of years. I, I have no idea. I just struggle and you know, you try to envision well what's gunners are gonna look like. Well gunners are gonna be fast. Yeah. And small and can get off blockers. Can they wrap up? Can they ra- can they actually tackle? Yeah. You're asking guys to tackle yeah, who now. Haven't been doing. Who it. Haven't been tackling. I don't see them on kickoff team because that's blocking. And the red flag that. may be on Hunt. You know, Hunt was still when he got recruited to TCU. That was the Gary Patterson era, right? Gary Patterson just went around, got all the best athletes he could, and then said, "I'll sort them out." Right. Bunch of them are going to play defense. I wonder if Hunt was a kid that was like, nah, I don't want to play defense, I'm offense. I don't know, which may bode well for you in college. You can go to Arkansas State and be the guy. But were you willing to play special teams? Were you, you know, the Bears took Roshan Johnson this weekend. Saw that. Did you like that pick? It's a great pick for the Bears. Bears fans are going to be excited when they see this guy does anything he needs to get on the field and to help his ball club. I've seen Roshan make tackles on special teams. He's on kickoff teams. He's on punt coverage teams. I've seen him block for quarterbacks. You know, he does what he needs to do, and he gets it. He was a former quarterback, but I think he wants to make a check in the NFL. Sure. And he may do it as a 1,000-yard rusher one day, or he may simply hang around for five or six years drawing a check and getting a pension just because he's willing to do all those little things. Well, and and – where was he drafted? Third, third fourth, third, third round? fourth round. See, I don't know if they'll. You say that. I don't know. You'll put him on special teams. I think NFL will. Well, Those I don't guys, know. They don't care. You if you're not the back in the NFL. But the Bears have the back, and that's a great opportunity. He yeah, might be the. I don't the know back. that he's the back. If, if there's a back this if, year, they traded Montgomery away. If he comes into camp and proves himself to be the the back, he won't be on special teams. Yeah, well, that's but right. If he doesn't, he's got the capability to be. You want to stay around? 
That's the way you do you, what you got to do. Yeah. Uh, we got to come back. There's a lot more of the draft we want to talk about because we haven't had a chance to. Well, we haven't been here since what? Went Thursday. Thursday. Thursday night. You just night. started the thing. So we got a chance to put a recap on that. We'll come back and talk a little bit about the Cowboys draft, certainly. The Eagles, who managed to, it feels like, fill a bunch of gaps up that they had. What are you looking at me for? Oh, I I get confused between the Eagles and the Georgia Bulldogs. Yeah, either one. They're both winners, aren't they? (laughs) No, one of them did win it all. One of them spit the bit. We'll take a break. 29 after 5 o'clock, leaving Zach and the Professor on the fan 107.9. In this up-and-down economy, with a sense of protecting every penny you worked so hard for to achieve the all-American dream, let Stuart Title with over 150 years title experience handle every step of the closing process to give you peace of mind. The vast resources and customer experience is second to none. If it's your first house, commercial real estate transaction, or refinance, Stuart Title Texarkana will provide that peace of mind. Call 903-832-3720 to schedule your time today. Look local first, and you are helping our community. Small business rely on us to look local first, and your support is truly appreciated. Pecan Point Brewing and Gastro Pub is the perfect place to unwind with a handcrafted beer or cocktail in a family atmosphere. Join them on a Whiskey Wednesday for happy hour from 4 to close. Pecan Point Brewing, 213 Main Street in downtown Texarkana. As we age, we sometimes need some extra help. Call Sitters LLC. They'll send the sitter to you. Specializing in home, hospital, nursing home, and assisted living for adults. Call for details. 903-277-2191. Craving real Mexican food? Stop by Juanito's inside Vero's Latino Store at 2106 New Boston Road in Texarkana. Stop teasing your taste buds and get your palate right with authentic Mexican food. And check out the fresh meat market too at Vero's. Help local business by looking local first. Every time you make a purchase from a local business, you are helping the entire community. Look local first. This community, they call the fire department when things go bad and they don't know what to do. A family member will come up and shake my hand and say, took care of my dad X number of years ago. Welcome back. 29 till 6 o'clock, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor here on the fan. 107.9. The uh, draft uh, came to its wrap-up on Saturday. Cowboy fan, you happy with uh, all that Jerry and Steven and and the crew came up with? Well, I love the fact that, and I've I've said this a couple times already, that they just go ahead and engrave the name Smith on the card and then fill in the blank in front of it. You know, just it's like keeping up with the Smiths and Joneses. You got the Joneses drafting Smiths. It's just, oh, yeah, it's easy to remember. Yeah, it's just easy to remember. Like that Smith so. guy. Yeah, take another Smith. How, how, we can't go wrong there. Nah. Um, yeah. You know, the thing about the draft, and I've never been a draft, Nick. I watch part of the first round, I, I watch a little of the hoopla early, and then the Cowboy. Um, the thing about the draft is. You you hope they listen to McClay and 
we hope he's the loudest voice. There didn't seem to be anything to tempt him away. You know, I, I thought they'd go with the tight end from Notre Dame. But, uh, with that first round pick? Yeah, yeah. certainly. Uh, they need a defensive tackle. I don't know if this guy was a reach or not. You're always worried they've reached and got it. And what, what did Chop tell us? Welcome Taco Charlton, too. That's right. Well, you hate to even think about yeah, that. Yeah, you hate to think about that. But, uh, you know, a big body guy like this, hopefully he's willing to stay in some kind of shape and put the work in the weight room and continue to get bigger and stronger. And as Chop and I talked about last week, these are rotation guys. That's right. And they don't have to be – you know, we don't expect a defensive tackle to be Bob Lilly anymore. Nope. You're not a nope. three-down player. Nope. We're going to figure out if he's a run stopper, he's got yeah. first and second down. Yeah. He won't play on third. Yeah. And so we'll see if that's his forte. You know, that's the only problem I have with a first-round pick being a defensive tackle is he's basically a part-time player. Well, but a lot of these guys are now. Yeah, I get so it. There's a lot. I mean, if you're on the defensive side, if you're a pass rusher, which is among the most valuable spots, you're a part-time player. But, but you know, they got so lucky on Parsons two years you're ago. You're not kidding. He's not a part-time player. No, he's not. He's every down, everywhere. He's a freak, though. Yeah. He's not the norm. He's not the norm. I didn't see too many guys in this draft that were that no. way on defense. No, I don't see too many guys like that. And so, and of course, they were, what, at number 11 with that pick. You know, I thought it was interesting. That's what Jerry said they were at. Yeah. I don't believe Jerry. With Parsons? Oh, I thought you were talking about with uh, the the yeah. guy this year. Because he said this guy oh, was yeah. – yeah. yeah, we had him on where, 11 or 13 yeah, on our board. I, Jerry's I'm just saying, crap. but they got Parsons at number one. Oh, that was a steal. If, if you don't understand this between first and second round, go, go pull up the Gazette Sunday edition sports page. In the Gazette, they've got – the slots for every pick in the first round, it goes from $41 million for the total package for number one to the, by the time you get to Maisie Smith, the numbers are reversed. It's $14 million package. That tells you the difference between first of the first round talent right. and number 26. It literally reverses the numbers I'm from sure. $41 million total package okay. to you get a $14 million four-year deal with a five-year option which that belongs to the team. Which teams are making – their story today, Patrick Queen. Baltimore did not pick up nope. his fifth-year option. No. But Judy and Denver, they did. Washington last week did not pick up for yeah. for a, a Chase Young. Yeah. Decided to pass on his. You get a four-year addition of these guys before you decide to pay them big money. And right. you just say, no, thank you. And – Since we've gone to the slotted first round, teams are much willing to cut ties quicker with players because you're not in as deep on them. That's right. When you're in deep on them, you'll wait the next year hoping they'll finally develop. And the second contract we know is astronomical. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot guaranteed. It's a five-year, usually five-year. I don't know there's too many position players if you're not the quarterback that I'm willing to hand out a second five-year deal to offensive tackles on, on the norm. Yeah, on the norm that I'm. I, I'll be honest with you. I'd struggle to give a running back a second contract. No, that's I why just would. even a Jalen Ramsey, as dominant a corner as he was, yeah. got too expensive. If I'm not winning Super Bowls, I can't afford 
Keep a Jalen. I'm Ramsey. never giving a safety a second contract. Probably not. I'm not probably giving. I'm not giving inside linebackers a second contract. Probably not. I'll give a Micah Parsons a second contract because he's a freak. Yeah. I'll give. You're right. Offensive linemen because I think they have nine yeah. and ten year careers yes. where you you know normally see a lot of progress at the end of that first contract and their maturation yes. in the second. All of those offensive line positions. That's why people love to draft offensive linemen is because. You may have 10 years right. plus out of them. Although I'm not crazy about guards. Zach Martin's a, a difference. Yeah, he's pretty But a lot of guard. guards, I think, they're not pass blocking out, out yeah. wide. I need a road grader inside. And those guys, I think I can they, move. Yeah, they seem to come and go. But, but tackles, especially on the left side, are, yeah. that's a second contract yeah. guy. You know, I don't know about wide receivers at this stage. As many come out now, I mean, well, it's just draft again. There's two types of wide receivers now. There's an occasional big-body wide receiver, a Michael Irvin type that can use their body and can play 10, 12 years. And then there's these little, I call them Bama-type receivers. They're, they're, they're as much flankers as they are receivers. Right. That's right. And those guys that you play in the slot or, you know, you cross them, you know, you run those rub routes and get them opportunities to make big plays, they lose a step. They're just little guys. That's then. right. That's right. Pedestrian little guys. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how many of these five-year guys are. You know, Tariq Hill was a, a freakish guy speed-wise. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. mean, he's such a difference maker. You can run reverses. You can earlier, you're at Hill. Yeah. Yeah. You, you can do a lot of things with him. But these little thin guys that are coming out now, you know, that kid that Philadelphia picked up last year that um, was at Bama, Great receiver, yeah, Smith. Yeah, yeah, is yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Can I don't it? know if he's a ten-year receiver. Oh no, he loses a step. No, no, I don't. He's think He's very so human, all of a sudden. No, but now the guy Cincinnati got Jamar Chase. Yeah, I think I'm giving him a second contract. Big body, that big body, will survive. Yeah, Cowboys made a decision about Ceedee Lamb. Yeah, decided to go pick up the fifth-year option, take another look and see if they're willing to go another long-term contract with him. I think they will. I think they'll give him twenty million we'll plus see. and. You don't think they will? We'll see. If you were asked right now, Cowboys would. Would I? Another or the Cowboys? Yeah, would you? Well, there's always a Jerry Pride issue. Yeah, but this is Cowboys, not you. No, it's always Jerry Pride issue. He's a Jerry pick, and so we'll see. You know, they didn't need a receiver when they took C.D. Lamb. They had a Mark Cooper. They had a number one That's receiver, right. but they took C.D. Lamb because he was the best available on the board, and Jerry had fallen in love with him because he looks so good against Texas, and Jerry hates the University of Texas. and <laughs> So he he it was a Jerry pick. Oh, let's take that guy. Come on, Will. Let's so he's getting guy. a second contract. They're not letting go of a Jerry pick. I think there's a difference. He's got another five years coming. I think more than he likely. He's yes. going to get $120 million out and of the Cowboys. after two years, they'll have to cut him or <laughs> unload him. And eat the salary cap. Yeah. Oh, well. Philadelphia seemed like the draft went kind of in their favor. And they made a nice move after the draft, picking up DeAndre Swift from Detroit. I, th- I thought was th- they, they became the beneficiaries of Detroit's decision to take a running back in the first round. And Philadelphia added more talent to that offense. They added defensive guys through the draft. And as you said, they become the Georgia Bulldogs north. Yeah. 
but they added a couple of defensive players in the first round from Georgia and then picked up DeAndre Swift, who, by the way, also went to Georgia. Yeah, well, Georgia's just been phenomenal the last two or three years, so I understand that's where you go. But, you know, one of those guys is questionable, and they may look like a genius five years from now for taking him. Yeah, if Jalen Carter can keep his nose clean, he's got a lot of issues off yeah. the field. They're going to have to he's, figure out. He's bringing some some baggage. Yes, he Big is. Big old footlocker full of baggage with him. You like Stetson Bennett to the Rams? Uh, yeah, it makes sense. You, you know, Stetson Bennett's an interesting dude. He's he's proven that he can win with yeah, talent around that's him. That's right. He, I thought he got better every year. I did too. I, I thought he got better every year. I thought a lot of it depends on what style of football you want to play. Uh, as we saw with the first round of the other night, a lot of people saw the Super Bowl, saw those dual-threat quarterbacks, and that's what the first round looked like. Everybody was looking for the next Hurts, the next Mahomes, Kyler Murray. That's what they were looking for in this draft. It felt like the Colts <clears throat> were desperate to hit. I don't know. Anthony Richardson's not a guy who would have taken with the fourth pick in the draft. I think he had the most upside of anybody in this draft. Yeah, but it's it if, feels like without much body of work. If, if I was going to look and go, which one of those guys do you think's the next Mahomes? I'd have said that guy. If you got the next Mahomes, you got to take him. Yeah, and that's I'm not convinced he's the next Mahomes. I, well, I agree. The body of work is very small. Yeah, but he had some moments Boy, at Florida. A lot of guys have moments. He drafted fourth pick in the NFL draft. I know, I know. A guy that – is he going to play this year? Are you putting this guy out there this year with as little work as he's had? And are you sitting on a fourth-round pick? Because if you're talking about Mahomes, yeah. you sit for a year, that's fine. He's got to be able to play in 2024 or oh, you wasted the pick. I agree. I don't put him out there right away. I, I, he's so green in my Yeah, I'm opinion. not playing him this year. He's very green, but he's the guy you draft – to make a bad team a mediocre team, to have that type of talent. But you know what? I think you need another year of being a bad team. Yes. I think I'd take one more year of being a yes. fourth round. And try four, to get some more around him. Yes. Try to put some more around him. I don't play him this year. Yeah. I want to I sit him. I don't ever like playing quarterbacks a rookie year. You know, what happened to Dak was a necessity. Right. That's the way the league is. That's right. You got drafted. You made the team. You were the you backup. Play. <laughs> Bijan to Atlanta. I hate it because Atlanta's got a terrible offensive line. Well, you're going to figure out how to get a lineman next. But that's not the order you do you it. See this background story on him? Uh-huh. His starting first team he ever played for was the Falcons. Really? I'd first number ever wore was eight. Really? That's funny. That's weird. That's like <laughs> all the world's coming together. Well, world's coming together as I see Lance Kyle's in the grocery store this weekend. Uh oh. He'd already ordered a uh, Overshawn Cowboys jersey. Oh, my gosh. He said, I'll be wearing it at school soon. Really? So Lance Cowell's now the big O. I see that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only problem with that story is I can't see him spending money to buy a new Overshawn jersey. That's what he told me. He said, I I've already ordered, He told me, so I've already ordered an I'm not believing that. That story's got flaws in it. They have to deepen that uh, that bank account to grab out a Overshawn jersey. So what what are you getting over. for that? 140 bucks. I imagine they're not coming cheap. He's not buying so you one. You know what? Story doesn't work for me. You wait two years? Yeah. It'll probably be cheap. That's right. 
That's when I'm getting mine. That thing's yeah. on the rack. That's, what I, that's how I roll here. All right, we'll take a break. 16 minutes until uh, 6 o'clock, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor on the fan, 107.9. What buzz? Purina's wind and rain storm fly control with AltoZid prevents breeding of hornflies in manure of treated cattle. Storm's technology provides the ultimate weather resistance to reduce waste. Wind and rain storm formula is more economical to feed than loose minerals. See the folks at Miller Buoy Supply about Purina's wind and rain storm fly control. Miller Buoy Supply, your Purina feed store, located at 1007 West 3rd in Texarkana. How safe are your valuables? What are you doing to protect your guns, jewelry, documents, and family heirlooms? Keep your possessions secure in a Liberty Safe. Check out Liberty Safes today at Locksmith TXK. Liberty Safes are the best in the business, all about access, control, and security. Shop the showroom on Summerhill Road or on the web at locksmithtxk.com. With 100% financing and 12 months same as cash. Locksmith TXK, 2223 Summerhill Road. Locksmith TXK, you found the right locksmith. If you love them enough to turn off your music and pretend like their music is your music, ah, oh, this is mommy's jam. Then surely you'll check nhtsa.gov/slash the right seat to make sure they're in the right car seat. Let's play it again. Check today at nhtsa.gov/slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Act Council. When is the best time to talk to your family about staying in touch during a disaster? When hurricane winds are gusting? When floodwaters reach your door? Or a blizzard blocks all the roads? Or is the best time perhaps today, during a disaster? you may not be able to stay in touch with your family or friends as easily as you think. And it's not always as simple as using your cell phone. That's why now is the time to take action. Go to nyc.gov slash readyny or call 311 and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by New York City Emergency Management and the Ad Council. For the future and reach your full potential at Liberty ILO ISD. At Liberty ILO, our educators will assist your child to become a college graduate and or career ready. We believe a safe and secure environment provides the peace of mind necessary for the pursuit of excellence. Our school environment gives our students and staff the freedom to pursue and achieve the highest levels of performance. As we say at Liberty ILO, let the pride never die. Welcome back. We got about 12 minutes till 6 o'clock, leaving the yard. Zach and the professor. Uh, no Kirk and company tomorrow. Nope. The power hour will be back in here charging us up because they are the power hour. Laying down some excellence. Yes. 
If you haven't heard them, check them out sometimes. They, they have a unique view on things. They tickle me at times. Brother Earl gets preaching over Brother there. Brother Earl. Yeah. Brother Earl. I just, well, whatever. I'm not going to do it on the air. We'll just do it off the air. Never mind. He tickles me. He oh, no, take no, a hard no, no. stance. Oh, he should. I, I appreciate it. Speaking of a hard stance, I'm, I'm interested to, see, to hear tomorrow Earl's take on, and Tyler's take on uh, on Dion's comments about his disappointment in the NFL. Only one player that was a uh, graduate of a historically black university was drafted in the NFL draft this uh this past is that, weekend. Is that typically different? I don't know. Says the guy who left historically yeah, black school yeah, to, go, to go to Colorado. To get the money and the prestige. Uh, you know. Because Dion had such a great background in Colorado. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> such ties. Making it sound like the league's looking at comparable players and going, you know what? This one went to Purdue and that one went to Jackson State. Now, I'm not taking that that's, that's such a disingenuous take on that it. That has a long history of oh. drafting who they think are the best players. That's uh, to me. That's Dion getting back in the news for something that, yeah, that the league doesn't work that way at this day. You can't tell me thirty-two franchises are going. Yeah, no, I'm not going to take the kid well, into a black school. I will say this: sometimes kids that end up at some of our historically African American schools started out somewhere else. And, and fall back. And, and sometimes that's a knock on the kid. Um, we don't see, I, and I don't know the one kid that got drafted, if he, no idea. If he starts somewhere else. But, uh, you know, I, I think there are, are sometimes a, a knock on kids because that's the school they ended up back at. I don't know, but I just know this. That NFL... They want to win ball games. I, I, I want to do this. I haven't looked at this, but I'd like to look at the seven rounds of the draft. How many guys that got drafted because the transfer portal were at historically black schools and transferred up, up yeah, to a different a university, which may be the future. Yeah. Be, because we that's what Dion did. I wonder how many players. Did. I don't know if there were none. Yeah. Then okay, that's a it's a false premise. But and we may see more going forward. Right. Because this, this portal thing is just a couple years old. But I'm intrigued to hear what Earl has to say about it tomorrow. Because that tends to be yeah. in his wheelhouse of conversation. Yeah, he, he follows that yeah. very closely. He's all about recruitment and things like that. NBA, uh, you were mentioning off the air, Steph. Doing Steph things. Just being. He did not have a game a good game six. No, at, at home, home he didn't. And, and made some. He, he even made comment after the game. The Warriors just. And I think Clay Thompson said it better. We were not focused. We had no sense of urgency. We came in here. We put a lot of energy into game five on the road in Sacramento to take back home court advantage. And then we gave it right back away at our own place. And now we got to get refocused on game seven. Well, then Steph comes out. What, he shoot 38 shots? (laughs) He wasn't shy yesterday. Hit 20 of 38. Carried that team offensively. While he, Clay was not good yesterday. Yeah, while he hit seven three pointers, what he was doing around the rim oh. was what was most interesting. I think he had twenty two shots in the lane. Yeah, which is not what you think of when you think of Steph Curry. Did you read the comments from the guy that's his warm up guy? Uh-uh. There's an assistant coach that warms up Steph every game. Every game, this guy is the guy that 
puts the ball back in Steph's hand right. before every game. He's just constantly take it off the rim, put it back, go get another one. But he's he's Steph's warm up guy, but he's an assistant coach. He said they work every game on what he and Steph refer to as the short game. Okay. You know, like a golfer chips sure. and putts. That's right. He says people see this stuff, one of these high floaters, and go, well, that's just crazy. He says we work that every single warm-up. I believe it. That's not anything we don't work on. He said people will see a day like yesterday and go, well, that's just luck. Or Oh, no, nobody's going to say that. That's he work. Says, no, we put the time in on the short game. That's right. Nobody pays attention to the short game because everybody's so in love with the three now. Well, Steph's in love with the three. Hey, he knocked down seven yesterday, but he also put a bunch of points out in the paint. That's right. Because if you basically say – we're going to, you know, take that away from yeah. you and let you have this. Well, that's a mistake. He's developed if, so much better. If we're going to get up in your grill, he's going to come around right. you. You know, I was seeing Jalen Rose yesterday talk about him. Jalen Rose says, there's never been a guy that shoots this well with handles that good. He said, you know, we had Ray, we had Reggie the, Miller, Reggie Miller, but they didn't have handles no. like this guy. No, no. He said, the reason he can get to the rim and do that stuff is because of his handles. Yeah. He said, these two guards that were great shooters, they didn't. He talked about Mark Price. He said, Price could handle and run the point, but he wasn't quick like Steph. No. He, he wasn't, didn't have Steph's first step. You know, there's almost, he kind of lulls you to sleep yes. going inside, like Luca. If there feels like there's a lot of similar, I know they're different guys, and Luca's huge compared to Steph. I get all that, but the same kind of way to get to the rim lulls you to sleep as a defender yeah. you don't expect that that the first step is quick but like for Luca, he lumbers for Steph he's yeah. awkward he's off balance but it's stuff they work yeah. on because it does give him the advantage you're not expecting it when he releases it because a bigger defender will swat it away from him and the defenders played good defense yeah the defense isn't bad when he makes one of those circus shots. So now we've got Lakers and Warriors set up for round two. Yeah. Which no one's going to care about Denver-Phoenix now. Nope. That, that's and gonna Phoenix be, is still should be the prohibitive favorite. It's going to be the quiet series nobody cares about because it's yeah. Denver and Phoenix. But L.A. and Golden State is going to be marquee stuff yeah. for however many They're games get this all goes. The prime oh, slots, my God, prime time slots. And I'm so glad to see the Lakers just to dispatch of Memphis. Why? I thought uh, Memphis. You don't like Memphis? Now Memphis? No, uh, no, I don't like Memphis. Why? You don't like Grind City? No, I don't like. You Memphis. like Jaw? No, I, I, like I, I don't. Ja. I don't mind Jaw, although they're like we talked earlier. It's a team needs to grow up. Yeah, it's a team that's got a lot of talent, well, but that needs desperately to grow up. They haven't done anything yet, and they're talking like they do. And I get it's part of the hype. It's part of the get yourself going. It's part of the mind game you play, but you hadn't done anything. And it reminds us of why the league and the team took a hard stance with Jaw. We were talking about what we were talking about in the first segment. When your Jaw. And you're a star. I mean, you're a legit superstar. And you're one of the faces of the NBA. And you're romanticizing the gun culture. 
You're not helping anything. That's not a help to society. And he got it, I think. I, I he, hope he got he, it. He made some really adult comments yeah. after the game, the last game with the Lakers, and really said, I was part of the problem. Yeah. I was a distraction. What happened off the court was yeah. a distraction to the team. And and I'm hoping, you know, we're, we're not much longer in the era of Durant, LeBron, Steph. So, yeah. Those guys are about to go. Yeah. Ja's the next Ja. He could be the Trey, next guy. Luca. Those guys are the next guys yeah. coming up. If but gonna, Ja could be the guy. Possibly. But you got to get away from that stuff. It can't be part of your act. It can't be part of your – because you're not doing yourself any no. favors and you're not doing society any favors by – Making that part of your presentation, and you're and you're wasting it, wasting the talent. Yeah. They'll learn. This was a good learning experience for yeah. them. We'll see what they have next year. But I'm okay with the Lakers moving on this year. I'm not a Laker fan at all, but I'm okay with the Lakers moving on. Yeah. Either We're way, time. We're back tomorrow night. We'll do it again at five o'clock. Otherwise, we are bidding you adieu. No baseball tomorrow night unless yeah. Arkansas High's playing. Yeah. But none on the fan. Yeah, nothing. No on the baseball fan. on the fan. So we'll be back here tomorrow night. Otherwise, you guys take care. Have a good uh, twenty-three hours. We'll see you again tomorrow night, right here on the fan one zero seven nine. You've been listening to Leaving the Yard with Zach and the Professor. Mm-hmm.